It's Song Talk Radio. Welcome to Song Talk Radio. This is a show with songwriters talking to other songwriters about the craft of songwriting. We share tips, tools, and techniques, and together we all become better at writing songs. I'm your host, Neil Modi, and with me, my co-host, Mr. Phil Emery. How are you, Phil? I am here and very excited to be here as well. And we're excited to have you too. Uh, our listeners, please send your comments and questions to at Song Talk Radio on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, or feedback at songtalk.ca, and we'll share your thoughts on the show. And please visit us, songtalk.ca, to find out how you can be a guest. And before we get to tonight's very exciting guest, um, Phil's got a little something to share. What's on your brain there, Phil? Oh, well, in, the, in our uh, studio corner... Uh -huh. I've uh, been uh, trying to control reverb in my studio. Right now, I'm doing the uh -oh. work in my office, um, but uh, we'll be going, moving down to my actual studio where I have all my instruments and stuff. Okay. So I've been trying to deal with, uh, you know, reflections off the wall. So I got some of this acoustic foam from uh, Donner's from like Amazon.com. And uh, it's not too expensive. It's, you know, you can spend hundreds of dollars on this stuff. This is fairly... And expensive, but apparently it does a fairly decent job. Mm. Came in a very, very thin little envelope. It was like 12 or 24 sheets of this stuff. And it was like literally about this big in a 9 by 10 um, envelope. Mm. So, you, so you open it up, and of course it's been vacu vacuum sealed. Mm. So um, they have two directions on how to deal with it. One is to take it out of the... Package and let it sit around for, you know, a couple of days. But they also have another um, another method where you soak it in water, wring it out, let it dry, and then put it out. So I figured I'd do that because I figured it would be nice and clean. Hmm. <laughs> if you happen to be doing this and you get some kind of acoustic foam and you have to let it expand, do not put it under water because... It has been drying since Friday, and it is not dry yet. Oh, no. You, you can't, you can, like, put it out in the sun? I have. <laughs> this stuff, I don't know what the heck this is. Maybe we should put it out in, like, the Sahara and, like, and rehydrate it. Oh this thing God. is not giving up any of its water at all. It's very, Wow. It's very funny, but hopefully it'll help uh, with some of the uh, reverb issues that okay. I've been struggling so with. So you're not able to use it quite yet, so we'll... Well, I've got some of it stuck on some of the walls, so we'll see how, okay. it, how it does. But it's, yeah, it's still kind of damp. Yeah. Yeah, that's always a concern for, um, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, like, I mean, I, I have one of those vocal booth things, like the mini yeah. acoustic booth thing, and then I tend to just throw down a rug and have soft things in the room. Yeah. <laughs> I've never used the acoustic treatment, but, but you know, I record a lot of MIDI, so I don't care yeah. <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> But for the voice stuff, it can help to uh, deaden the sound, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That's always that's always a concern, especially when you're starting out. Like when starting out, recording at home is like reflections everywhere and ambience and like this weird ringing in the background. Like, what is yeah. that? That's your room. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about studios. They spend a lot of money on acoustic treatment, not necessarily making it dead, but no. making it controllable. Yeah, yeah, just controlled. So it's tuned sort of in the right way. Awesome. All right. Well, we look forward to the uh, update once you get them all up and, and try some tests and maybe next Tuesday. 
and uh yeah we'll see next next week's podcast we'll see the update on that all right very cool phil um okay tonight we're um happy to have mississauga based hip-hop artist vivek memi and here's a taste of his new track around your finger you got this way of wrapping me around you got this way of wrapping me around around your finger yeah around your finger tips and i just linger Vivek utilizes musical expression as a way of healing. When faced with a life-challenging ailment, he was forced to examine the darkest and most challenging parts of life and transmute them with his art. It became a much-needed cathartic outlet to cope with the hardship and transition he faced and still continues to battle. Vivek's art has been recognized and supported by the SoCan Foundation, Mississauga Business Entrepreneur Center, and Mississauga Arts Council. In 2021, Vivek won the People's Choice Awards at the Mac Music Spotlight for his video Rubik Rubik's Cube. His latest collaboration as a featured artist was placed on the popular Japanese TV show soundtrack Promise Cinderella. Recently, Vivek's talent was recognized by the Mississauga Arts Council, Council and he was announced as a finalist in the Emerging Solo Vocalist category at the 2022 Mississauga Arts Awards. Welcome to Song Talk Radio, Vivek Memi. Hey, nice to be here. Thank so you for having me. To have you here. So you're a hip hop based artist. So can you give us a, uh, a rundown of your general process for creating a song, creating a track? Where, where do you start? I mean, I think we talked a little bit about it offline, uh, but it's not traditional, like 100% varies from track to track. Um, and I, th- I think, you know, it, um, it really ha- it goes along with what's going on in my life as you so nicely uh, put it in my introduction, like I've I've been through some health challenges, right? So um, different parts of my healing journey have allowed me to like kind of tap into different things. Sometimes, um, you know, it's laying verses down to an instrumental that you hear from like a popular song, right? You you start by, and I think a lot of hip, that's that's not... um, you know, different from a lot of hip hop artists, a lot of hip hop artists, probably when they first start out, they, they put their vocals to uh, instrumentals. So, you know, whether that be like, um, you know, uh, something I hear on Spotify or something that's just uh, from my childhood or something that really um, engaged with me, like I'll, I'll put verses to, to that. Um, sometimes like, in, in recent years, I started, um, I wouldn't say like I'm a full-on producer, but I'd be more like a beat maker now. Um, but I've, I've sometimes I find it's it's hard to collaborate um, with producers and, and get the, the kind of sound you want. So 
I started venturing into to creating my own beats and um, I guess producing my own my own stuff. And so with Around Your Finger, um, the process was, you know, like I would open up my logic and, you know, load up a couple um, VSTs and and then just start playing with samples. And and um, in addition to that, I like to, you know, and I think a lot of hip hop artists probably use it. And maybe maybe you all know, too, um, a lot of artists in general use Splice um, for samples. So it's mm-hmm. a um, good way of accessing like sounds. And with with the, the Splice for this p- particular song, I found this uh, Muna drum kit. Uh, loop drum kit and and it just had this 80s vibe and I I was like I I just something about it like I love 80s I love 80s music I love you know like the 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 synths I love the drums I love it all and um so I I heard that drum drum kit and so I resampled the drum kit I like kind of recreated it in like the the actual loop so I could you know break down each instrument and focus on um, you know, like Phil was saying, like, you know, add reverb just to like a snare, or, like, you know, have my mixing, um, engineer I'll allow him to, to, you know, process individual drum tracks. And from there, I just, it just kind of like took on this, like its own, um, thing. Like, it, like I've, I found these like rewind drums in, in a VST and logic, and that kind of really complemented the kit. And then it just like started becoming more like funky and and more like tapping into like eighties with like, if you go to the like hook, which you didn't hear in the the intro, but there's like this, like David Bowie horn section. And like, um, it just really, really started from there. And then, and then I, I, so when I listened back to the beat, I'm like, okay, this doesn't sound like something like I would traditionally rap on, like, like a rapping kind of song. So I'm like, okay, maybe um, I can approach my rap or my vocal from a different way. And it just really resonated with me that maybe like I need to sing rap on it kind of, I'm no Drake, I'm no Drake, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think, I think it worked out. So that that's, that's the start of it. Um, yeah. But for other tracks, like I really, you know, like I said, it, it really depends on where I'm at with the healing uh, journey. Sometimes a track for me is like two minutes. Sometimes it's like, like I'm finding the sweet spot really like, you know, in terms of getting it to radio, getting it like um, just without like really losing too much attention or what's a sweet spot for me is like around three minutes, just under three minutes, just over three minutes. And that I find um, maybe some of your other artists can, can, and maybe, you know, Neil and, and you can, um, you know, attest like sometimes shorter is good. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like especially this day and age. Right. So, so you come up with, um, a beat and then the beat sort of, uh, inspires the, uh, the vocal and the lyrics that I was working or. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it, it really depends. Like I, I know, so and then on on the other side, like sometimes I'll just create like the poetry, right? And like like kind of just poetry, and then fine tune it to the beat. Um, so for this song, like I already had like some vague like um, poetic lines. You know, I've I've gone through, and and this could be like something I'm sure we'll talk about in the episode more too. But the the um, 
the the track and and um the you know i have other tracks that are part of a release called relationships so like it's all about like like the like a ship sailing away mm-hmm. and everything like uh because i've had a lot of challenges in my relationships and so for me this this track i was trying to you know capture the fact that i'm i'm you know like frustrated but i wanted to do it in a lighthearted way a lot of my other um music is really uh, intense it's really you know like um yeah, themes that are like hard or like really emotional um, for for people that sometimes you know um, process. So like it's really vulnerability, and with this one, it's I, it's vulnerable, but yet it's kind of playful, and I think it works nicely for the time of year and everything like that. So it started with yeah, just writing like poems about like you know what what I was going through in that relationship. So. So in, in terms of a, a structure, like if you're talking about like an overall song, like mm-hmm. you have, you have, you have your beat, you have your verses. Is it, um, and, and then, then you talk about something called the hook is, is there, is there a normal sort of pattern by which it's like, is it, you know, intro verse, then the hook and then another verse and then the hook or like, like what, 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 what do you think about when you're, when you're structuring your songs or what comes after what? Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a good question. And like I said, sometimes it's like, just like a long verse. Uh, sometimes it's, um, a hook and then a verse. And then, uh, so this one it's usually, and I think like it, it usually works well. It's like hook verse hook, um, verse, sorry, did I say hook verse hook verse, um, bridge, no, ver, uh, hook bridge. And then, uh, hook and then outro. Yeah, so, outro. so yeah, like, but for this, for this one, it's just like uh hook verse hook verse hook outro. So like it, it usually follows that sort of pattern. And, and like, sometimes is, is, I really like a bridge in there. Is, is, is that pattern is, is the specific pattern for a specific song led then by the lyric, by the story of the lyric? Yeah, mostly? absolutely. It, it just really is kind of like a feel thing, right? Like in, and you just kind of, see if you need to like have a break or, or not. And it, it really depends on the hook. Like sometimes you, you have a really catchy hook. I find this one's pretty catchy. So you want to get it in there in, in a listener's ears more, right? Like you don't, you need more hook. If, if your hook is like kind of, so I have another song that I'm going to be releasing as part of this one. It's, it's, it's a powerful hook, but it's, it's not as like, you know, catchy. It's not as like, um, wordplay catchy. And mm. so I, I started instead of starting with the hook for that song, I went verse hook, uh, verse hook instead of like hook okay. verse. So like getting that extra, getting that extra hook is really, really important. And I think it's, I think it's important in most pop music, right? Do you, um, spend time actually, you know, listening to your hooks and, and, and analyzing them to see if they're catchy enough and then um, maybe rewriting them if they're not? Yeah, that's a good question, Phil. I I love it. Um, Yeah, I think sometimes, like with this song, I didn't rewrite it. I just felt it was actually not true. Not true. I I rewrote uh, a portion of of the end one. Yeah, so I do exactly. Like, it's just like you said, like, like, and I I think a lot of rap artists um, do this 
a lot of the time too. So like maybe this and, and maybe other like um, indie and, and rock artists do this too. Instead of like, when you get that beat, like sometimes you're just like um, mumbling, you're mumbling like gibberish over the beat, right? Like it just, you want to hear like the notes, you want to hear how it sounds and then you put the words to it after mm-hmm. You yeah, know that's what I how mean? I do stuff. Yeah, you know yeah. you do. You, you, have to oh. make, you have to make sure the flow is right, right? Yeah, it's it's so like I I think that is such a huge thing. Like if an artist is not doing that, like I think that's gold. Like for for any artist is is really just um, getting yeah, like getting the flow, getting the tone, getting and then putting the words to it. So I I, I did that with um, uh, around your finger and. Um, I, I wasn't like, I didn't really listen to any of the police uh, round your fi- ra- uh, wrapped around, oh, wrapped around your finger. Right? Yeah. Uh, or I, it's funny, actually, I just heard, I was here listening on the radio and maybe this was like a subconscious thing, but you, you all know the cr- cranberries. Oh, of course. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah so That's they had a finger, song yeah. uh, linger, right. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and I didn't realize it, but like, it's obviously totally different. Oh, yeah. um, like, you know, delivery and tone mm-hmm. and everything, but they have the same, a couple of the same words, right? Like you got me wrapped around your finger. Yeah. And then it's like, and then like, do you have to let it linger? Right. Like, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. yeah so, so mm-hmm. that's a kind of like uh, interesting. It's interesting how like things that, like I didn't ever, never piece that, but um, anyways, back to your point though. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Like um, get, get the, the, the main meat and potatoes out. And then I listened back and I was like, okay, I don't like the way, like originally the last part of the hook was like, no, I cannot, no, I cannot split, but I just felt it a bit too wordy. So I was like trying to get a grip, like just mm. little, little marginal things that are not like game yeah. changers, but little things sometimes make a difference, they, right? They do, do make a big difference. Cause the, 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 that's, that was my next question to you. Is you ever write the lyric of a hook or have an idea for the lyric of the hook, but then the melody, like you're saying, the melody and the catchiness always trumps the language. So do you ever sacrifice something in the language to let the to let the hook shine and be hooky? Did you ever let something go and be like, I wish I could have said it with these words, but it doesn't, it doesn't didn't quite fit. It's interesting. Like I think if I had like more hands-on like producers with me, like if I was working with, you know, another producer, and that's eventually one of the goals is to be able to like bring someone on who can kind of look at it from a different angle. Um, and, and that's why I, I get my songs mixed by someone else and mastered now mastered. Um, but I think it's like, sometimes you, you know, when you're too close to a song, it's, it's hard to kind mm-hmm. of like differentiate and like get that extra input. So taking space from the song, like has helped a bit with that, but I, I think like getting an additional kind of, person would be able be able to do that and then further to your point neil um the hip-hop person in me is like no i can't compromise i can't mm-hmm. compromise on lyrics you know like that's a lyricist thing right and like and and further to like i'm sure other artists like and i don't really know how other artists do it maybe now you've done 400 episodes so you you can chime in with what what you you think but from like a traditional hip-hop lyricist's kind of point of view it's hard for us to let you know someone else take like like ownership of lyrics um so Mm -hmm. it's it's hard for for me to like once i'm like set on a lyric 
it's like, okay, like, you know, like this is the way it's got to be. So I, I think I could get better at that if, if I'm being honest, but um, yeah. we'll see in time. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I can speak for myself personally that I, I, I don't, to be honest, I don't do this anymore, but I used when I first started writing lyrics, if again, if I let my melody rule the rule, the space, then sometimes my lyric would end up kind of, you know, Yoda speak or like backwards or just to get the rhyme in there and just to get the melody in there. I would, I would actually, it wouldn't be the way that I would say it, you know? And, and so that, that kind of, but yeah, I guess, I guess with experience, you find, you find the the, the best balance between melody and, and, and lyrical content and what you want to say. Um, yeah. So let's, let's take a listen uh, to the full track. Uh, uh, is it wrapped around your finger or just around your finger? Around your finger. Just so you, no, no wrapped. Okay. <laughs> around no your wrapped. finger. <laughs> no wrapped. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got this way of wrapping me around. You got this way of wrapping me around. Round your finger. Around your fingertips And I just linger Yeah, trying to get a grip You're flowing in my veins You live inside my brain Rent free, tempt me But no longer will I play your games I wanna let it flow I wanna let you go It's never easy with you always so difficult When I think about it Oh, I'll admit I don't know when I should quit Cause I can't make you commit I'm just trying to make it fit Into something it clearly ain't Had a picture I tried to paint Didn't wanna feel this constraint Things we do for love in vain It's insane You got this way of wrapping me around You got this way of wrapping me around Round your finger, yeah Around your fingertips And I just linger, yeah Trying to get a grip I don't love the way that you love I don't love the way that you love Cause your love is a drug to me Your love codependency Get me high then you say goodbye Well your love don't comfort me Got my anxiety to the nth degree We ain't meant to be It's all well but I can't take a nail So I'll stay put under your spell My pride and ego won't let me smell The agony of defeat Can't let my heart skip a beat So I rinse repeat You keep me tethered dangling by a thread I'm in the deep waters and I'm too tired to tread Yeah, I should be leaving but I stay wrapped around your finger instead Misled You got this way of wrapping me around You got this way of wrapping me around Round your finger, yeah Around your fingertips And I just linger, yeah Trying to get a
How awesome. Wow. Very cool. Very cool. It's, di- it's different for sure. <laughs> mm. So what, what do you think? What do you think, Phil? I love that rhythm th- uh, that you introduced in the second chorus, which is, it's, I'm not sure, is it kind of like a funk guitar kind of, mm. sort of which, I, which I really just picked up on immediately. I thought that was really yeah. cool. It's so interesting because it's, the chorus is, it's kind of sung, but it's not sung sung. It's it's definitely speak sung. Speak sung-ish, something. In, so it's in between there somewhere. Yeah. Um, I always kind of wondered, uh, how do you decide, because for each line, there's so many different ways you can hit that line, which changes the flow. And with a normal pop song, you're kind of, kind of prescribed by what, you know, what you have. With, with hip hop, it always seems to be much more free. And there's, how do you decide where, you know, what, you know, what version of that, of that line do you, you choose, you know? I mean, could you do like, you know, a grand, a grandmaster flash type of thing, you know, with this, don't but me, around, <laughs> you know? It's, it's a good question. Wow. I love this. Um, sometimes you just hear it in your head. I mean, I really, I don't, I don't know. Like you just, that's exactly what happened to me. It's just like, I'm like, I just heard it in my head and I'm like, okay. I, I, as soon as I heard it, I get my phone and I vo- voice memo it. So mm-hmm. I'm like, so I get the, you know what I mean? Like I mm-hmm. get the pattern, I get the, um, the delivery. And, um, from there it was, it was just like, okay. Yeah. Like it, it just stuck. I mean, but you're, you're right. Like had I maybe, you know, shown it to you before I, 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 I mastered it, maybe we, it would have been totally different. Who knows? <laughs> right. It's, it's just what it is in the moment, you know? And I yeah. think that's the beauty of music is like, there's so many different ways you can hit it in like kind of, um, achieve, like, like you said, subtle things can achieve like different results. Right. So, yeah. well, to, to me, it's, it's all about, it's all about emphasizing the words that you want to emphasize. Like you're wrapping me around, like you're really emphasizing the me, like right, what's, right, the, right. what's the important, the important part of this thing. It's the me. It's not necessarily right. the rapping it's, it's, it's the me, yeah. but you know, like, like, but it's, it's true though. Like if you look at a line, like, like, um, you know, the agony of defeat, is it, is it, you know, the agon- agony of defeat or is it the agony of defeat? Right, right, right. Where do you put the emphasis? Where do you, where do you put the emphasis? And, and, and because, and because the lines are all different lengths and, and the different number of syllables in each line, you really have the freedom and you do play with it in a really interesting way. Like it's, it's really varied line per line. Like there's no, there is a discernible pattern, but it's kind of, it's very, varied pattern. Right. Yeah. And, 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 but, but, but the words do seem to fall into place. Like you get the message, you get the, you get the, you get the vibe, you get the groove and you get the, the message of lyric. It all comes through because like I was saying before, like if you start putting, emphasis on the wrong syllable for instance <laughs> so you get that flow better and but then it doesn't make sense to the listener right because <laughs> your, your message is very important to you right so that's a big thing for so me you want it to be clear message. you want it to be you want that that to come through um, but counterpoint if i can make uh-huh. counterpoint yes. the um you know putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable yeah can also be a hook it can, can be. be the thing that people go, oh, yeah, it's a song like nothing yet, you know, or, you know, those weird things. Right. So it's and I guess one of the things I love about um, hip hop, especially when people are doing those 
hip hop battles and they're just freewheeling it, which I don't blows my mind. I don't know how they could do it. It takes me months to write a song. So the fact that they just sort of do it immediately. Yeah. But I think I, it also gives you a certain kind of confidence to trust your performance. Mm-hmm. And it can be really dangerous for songwriters to kind of get inside your own head and to you know overanalyze it and lose that magic. And I think which is why sometimes you have like a you know you rehearse with a band and you record it and it sounds amazing and then you go to the studio and it never quite sounds the same because mm. it doesn't it have happens. that magic you know yeah do you do, do, do a lot yeah. of freestyling Vic? um you know i've I've done a bit like i mm. i think i i would entertain like the fact of like um doing more in the future but it, it's not like something like it's it's def i know some of my like peers do it and like they can really do it well but it's not something i'm like super amazing at um but i think kind of to to phil's point um you know with like the the magic it's sometimes in like the demo and i think that was part of like the process with th- with this is like um with this track is like sometimes you feel like there's magic in the demo right where it's like it sounds raw and and then like and i really sometimes have an issue with like getting a track mixed or, and or mastered or something. And it just doesn't have that kind of energy that I'm looking for. Mm. And, um, you, you, yeah, you were saying so, before the show, you were having a challenge mastering this track. Can you talk about that a bit? Yeah, I'm sure. Lots of artists would like, you know, definitely benefit from, from this. And I'm sure a lot of them probably have gone through something, something similar. And especially in this day and age where everything is like, on streaming platforms and, you know, they have this, uh, like this thing, like where they, they Spotify in particular, they normalize your track. So Mm -hmm. what they do is like, they'll turn down like, uh, you know, your, your volume or your, your, uh, gain, if it's like out of its, you know, preferred range. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, which my like producers have known, like they've done this before. And like, you know, my whole catalog of like 10, 15 tracks that are on Spotify um, right now, never had a problem, never had a problem like um, with my produce, like my, my mixing engineer, sorry, um, you know, just putting mastering touches on it instead of like going to like a specific mastering um, engineer who puts it through like encoders and like takes into like different other different, it's just a different skill set mastering, mm-hmm. you know, than Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, you know, was really gung ho. I mean, I'm, I'm the firm believer of like everything happens for a reason. This is definitely a learning experience. So when I went, I put it on like, you know, on SoundCloud on everything, it sounded awesome and big, like the bass was heavy. It was just like really, you know, like loud, almost like too loud. And then, um, so when we, we uploaded it and like the day of the release, I listened to it. And it was so, so quiet. It was like quieter than my, like all my catalog is almost like, I don't want to say unplayable, but it just really did a disservice to the track. And when, mm. you know, you, when you, you're an artist, you put in all that work to like, yeah. you know, produce it, like get, you know, get those lyrics, right. Like we were talking about and like, just put that energy in it. It just really was like for a second, it really was disheartening. And it really made me like, feel like, man, all this work, am I, what am I doing? Like, I didn't budget having like a mastering person and, and, um, you know, I didn't get this grant that I was 
banking on. And it's just like, you know, like it's, it's the, it's the artistic struggle, right. To like make sure you get quality control. Like I don't want to put out something that I'm not, um, you know, that I'm not happy with the level or if it doesn't compete with my other tracks or other artists. And like, you know what I mean? Like from track to track, it's gotta, it's gotta be, you know, um, at a certain level. Cause I'm not like, I'm, I'm trying to do this you know, I want to get better each time. And, uh, so that, that was the challenge. And, and I guess, you know, um, so my advice would be to like all the other artists, songwriters, like you're mastering your song, just make sure, you know, your mastering engineer knows about normalization, has encoders, reference tracks, all the things that are probably like, you know, they're already doing, but it's just good to like, you know, follow up on that. And, and there's a lot, a lot of, uh, how did you actually resolve this issue then you had a super quiet track you send it you send it back to the mastering engineer said hey what's going yeah, on well, I, sent, I sent it to a new like so i sent it to a different mastering engineer so my mixing um engineer he like in this in the you know trying to help me out and save uh money over the years which is he's been amazing he's a, he's an amazing he's like a juno nominated mixing engineer mm-hmm. amazing like an amazing um professional but he he um he's just not a mastering engineer so like mastering mm-hmm. just takes into account so i found someone on uh, a youtube video and um uh he's in australia he's amazing and the good thing is the canadian dollar is stronger than the australian dollar uh-huh. hey, <laughs> talk one up for canada finally <laughs> finally so yeah <laughs> Same and, then, and you wake up in the morning and you always get a fresh email from them <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a different times, all right. Like different times. Are, it's like, oh, they worked all night. No, they didn't. Yeah. They worked all day, <laughs> but um, still he's busy. But yeah, like it's yeah. it's hard to you know sometimes um, get those responses. And like he he yeah, like because I want to turn this around. Like I've got the music video for this, which is phenomenal. By the way, it's mm. like we did it with green screen, nice. and it's like oh, it's just zany and fun. <laughs> it's it, it it matches the weirdness of the track. Like the track yeah. is like kind of like zany especially like phil was saying in the court the second course where it's like bow, 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 like just like really like you know yeah, yeah it's just it's just playful it's 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 really good i'll, I'll be sure to send that out for sure to yeah guys. yeah we'll i did that. appreciate the very uh lin drum kind of uh drum bay uh loop you yeah. used you know because it's that's the sound of the 80s was that was the lin drum that doom doom you know oh like the yeah so that's like yeah. a reverse drum but like it it's uh um brandon the mixing guy he just put like some kind of filter on it so it just like really sounds like really yeah it sounds really cool and gives it a nice gives it a nice texture i find yeah yeah definitely got a got a good vibe and that and that and that funk funk guitar thing and so like reminded me of prince reminded me of all that (laughs) sort of great stuff from the 80s so weird mashup and i know and i know like i get this like kind of feedback and um, you know, like that, my voice and the tone of my voice is like, some people really like it. Some people don't like it. Like, I'm cool with that. Um, I know it's like, kind of like, I don't want to say like polarizing, but it's just like, could be an acquired taste. So I also wanted to lean into the fact, and I do this with my track Rubik's cube as well, but like, sometimes it's just like, okay, like I know my track, my voice is weird or like different in certain way. So I'm just going to lean into that with with the the melodies yeah. with the with the beat and with you know like the d- delivery um which is i think great for other artists too like just like kind of and that comes from like a process of really listening to your tone kind yeah. of really understanding like 
understanding and, and getting thick skin too. Seriously, like realizing that like if you're not going to please everybody mm-hmm. and then start leaning into what your strengths are, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. And the nice thing is um, people will know it's you. That's <laughs> the advantage of having an unusual voice. There's lots of people who have, I mean, there's lots of great singers out there and there's lots, but they're fine. Nothing wrong with them. They're fine. But to be, you know, distinctive and people go, oh, yeah, I know exactly who that is. You know, right, like yeah. the, you know, the singer from Blur, um, you know, who uh, I think he was the one who, uh, you know, formed the gorillas and um, mm. all Love the gorillas. Yeah. Yeah. So there's all these people who have interesting voices or, you know, Leonard Cohen, you know, yeah. or Neil Young, you know, you knew exactly who it was. And there's lots of other bands you're going, yeah. Who's that band again? They're um you know, they kind of sound like those other guys or the pop singers, man, they all sound the same. To me they all sound the same. Yeah, <laughs> no, I feel that. I mean, right? it, so it, it is it, it is a yeah, you're right. It is a it is a learned thing. You have to work at it and 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 you have to embrace it and be like I I don't want to sound like anybody else. I want to sound like me. And yeah. That's a good thing. It's a good place to be. <laughs> yeah. Still trying to still trying to learn it and still yeah. trying to like kind of, you know, um grow with it and I think it's like a evolutionary thing and um it's kind of funny you're talking about prince like in the hook also i i did layer in like a like a a high like a, a falsetto mm. and i and when i first got the mix back it was like it was okay but it wasn't like high enough there, and it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't enough in the mix and i was like no 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 we need we need to like need more of that, turn yeah. that up we need it because we, we just need that weird like kind of like quirky you know like Again, 80s, you know, really lean into that um, high delivery, high pitches um, kind of thing, right? And, yeah. hey, 80s 80s coming back in so many genres and, like, so many, like, pop genres. Like, I can hear it in stuff on the radio. And I'm not sure, like, uh, if you follow Stranger Things or – but, like, that oh. Kate Bush oh, – yeah. That Kate Bush track's back, right? Like, and I was just like – Huge again. Those drums, <laughs> right? Those drums are so yeah. amazing. Like, it's just like – Man, how could you not love that style? How could you not be inspired by that? No matter what genre you make, you know. Oh yeah, I know. I'm, I'm 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 a child of the '80s, so I'm I'm like I'm digging it all, and I'm like, yeah, I grew up in the right time. I, uh, <laughs> I definitely had lots of hair gel back in the day, and it was <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool actually. It was it was a good time to be around. Yeah, but man, I wish I, I was a little. You. Yeah, I wish I was a little uh, like older in the '80s because like like I I got some of it. I had an older brother, but. Uh, I wish okay. I was just like, and I was so much into like Michael Jackson and like mm. break dancing and like that kind of culture of hip hop okay. and like pop. Yeah. And, but if I was a little bit older, I, I think I would just been like, man, because like times now, like we were just talking before the show started, like it's such a weird time to be, to be alive. Right. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. And speaking of things that are older, I think um, that's about all the time we have for the show tonight. Uh, special thanks to Vivek Memi. Awesome to have you on the show, man. Uh, where can our listeners find more of your music? Yeah. Um, VivekMemi.com. Um, spell that for us, please. Like, yeah, sure. V-I-V-E-K-M-E-H-M-I.com. That's the hub of everything. And at VivekMemi on all social media. Got some shows coming up in the fall. Got that oh, nice. music video. And yeah, we'll definitely 
staying in touch with you. Absolutely. And we will put links to all that stuff on our uh, show post um, for this episode. So uh, thank you, Vivek. Awesome stuff. And um, we want to hear from you, our listeners. So please send your comments, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Song Talk Radio, or send us an email, feedback at songtalk.ca. Also, be sure to check out our YouTube channel for live performance videos and full episodes. Subscribe today to the Song Talk Radio podcast on your favorite podcast provider. And don't forget to sign up for our free newsletter at songtalk.ca. We can find links to all the products, books, and web services we mentioned on the show on our resources page on the website. And wherever you are in the world, please join us online via Zoom at our next monthly Song Talk Meetup. It's free to join on meetup.com and free to attend the meetup. Stop by songtalk.ca for the link. We look forward to seeing you there. Come with your song, share your song, get some feedback, give feedback to others. It's a great time. Uh, you can follow me at neilmodi.com. You can follow Mr. Phil delemory.ca and uh, Vivek what's your what's your favorite social media channel I'd say Instagram Instagram but, I mean I don't really have a favorite like social media is like oh you're but, all over <laughs> it <laughs> hey, I'm over it I'm over it but TikTok I guess is like kind of different but yeah mm-hmm. Instagram cool all right thanks for listening everybody and be sure to stop by the website songtalk.ca to browse past shows and find out how you can be a guest thanks for tuning in everyone and keep on writing good night peace out